that song, Save the Planet. What great lyrics and well, thank you for by the way. this time of um, our world that we're going through. And I know yeah. that uh, Earl Slick played on that, and Spencer jumped all over that when we heard that. That was great. Um, yeah. We love yeah, it. We love it. So, yeah. I, I mean, so I love Earl Slick, you know, and uh, <clears throat> thanks again for, you know, all those kind things. I mean, and as yeah, far as saying what I'm up to, I think I'm up to what everybody else yeah. is, like, binge-watching and uh, doing jumping jacks and trying to stay sane, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> crazy, crazy times, uncharted food, waters. Right? And, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, but I try not to eat too much because, you know, you know, hopefully this pandemic will end and, you know, roll it out of the house. But, yeah, you know, it was great having uh, Slick. And, and this record's a lot of fun. You know, it was, uh, the title kind of says it all, Intermediary Stage. Um, you know, we're fortunate. You know, we're, you know, as far as the band goes, you know, that we sell enough records, nothing monumental, but we get to make these every 18 months. And um, I really didn't have nothing for them. Uh, you know, we went in the studio, we recorded a couple new tunes, and then they presented the idea of, hey, you know, maybe uh, with the vinyl revolution, maybe you could put together a compilation of tunes that, you know, making its vinyl debut and stuff that's been out of print. Ooh. So yeah. that's fun. And, uh, you know, it, it feels like a record yeah. when you hear it. But, yeah, yeah we did a, like I said, we did a couple new tunes. And, uh, you know, a lot of people always asked us about older songs, if we could play them live. Or, oh, that should be on your, uh, you know, one of your records. So we had an opportunity to go and record some older songs, some songs that have been in the vaults. And uh, it's a really cool record. Mm-hmm. And, uh so I'm glad it's uh, finally coming you know, out. I wanted to say something, Keith, about the production of it. Uh, I think we talked about it on the phone the other day about how some artists put the uh, they have a heavy uh, sound, but they don't produce it on their album. And you definitely did it on this album. You know. Yeah, the last couple we, we've gotten into a good routine. You know, we work with Bob Pantello, who's multi-talented. You know, he's a drummer yeah. for Monster Magnet, but he's such a an incredible studio engineer and could be producer and not only is you know a, you know a world-renowned drummer but he's a great guitar player you know right. nothing nothing worse when a drummer says to you you could probably record that better and then you know, i was like well, what do you mean and then he'll grab the guitar and tell you it's like well, why don't you just play it bob <laughs> he's really good <laughs> and he's uh really an expert at vinyl mastering i mean uh you know, Dennis Dunaway from the Alice Cooper group, you know, heard the new record, and he's like, man, he, you know, and Derwood from Generation X, they're like, you know, oh, he really wow. captures the warmth. So uh, yeah, hopefully yeah. Bob will get some more vinyl, and I know how much you guys love vinyl, but <laughs> it's a cool record, and uh, we got a pre-order going on right now on vinyl. Oh, it's only oh cool. Limited, yeah. yeah, limited edition vinyl, uh, mainmanrecords.com. There's not many left, and I'm, I'm not saying it's just a shill, okay. but I think there's like under 20, so hopefully wow. uh, if you want it grab it Real, if not, you know you're gonna have to get it digital yeah no yeah, yeah yeah real quick i want to say um i forgot to say this at the beginning of the show which i normally do if you want to listen to this show later and you tuned in late or you want to listen to it later it's on itunes and it'll be on also red velvet media and also if you want to call in because i know keith you said some people wanted to call in let me give that call in number out it's three four seven six seven seven one zero three six and um, I'll pick up your line if you call in. And uh, we're going to be off the air at, I think, 2.45 my time, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you said you had, to, you had to leave pretty soon. Yeah. So, Keith, you know what? I, I, I know a lot of listeners. Oh, somebody's calling in already. <laughs> Look sorry, at that. Sorry. Do you want to take a call already? I mean, sure, as long as it's not the... Is it the IRS? Because I haven't it's paid the taxes. Somebody, <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, three four seven. You're on the air. Who's this? It's Andrea. Andrea. Oh, hey, Andrea. How are you? How are you doing? Hi. I'm so. Oh, excited. good to hear your voice. How are you making out? All right, in this crazy world. I'm all right. I'm hanging in there, and I'm so happy to hear your voice. Oh, and thanks. This is awesome, and I want to. This is a great show, by the way. Awesome show. Oh, thank you. I Thank want to you. ask you a question about your acting career. Is there okay. going to be a sequel? Uh, <laughs> yeah, are we going to see you on the screen again, Keith? Yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. That was I fun. mean, you got to talk to uh, the great Billy DeVizia about that, the great uh-huh. producer, director. I mean, uh, you know, it was a fun movie, and uh, you know, I'm glad people seen it like it. I, I would, you know, sign me up. It only took six years to make that one, so by the time this one's done, I, I will probably be in my <laughs> later 30s. <laughs> but no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, Billy's the I guy you'd have to ask. Hey, I'm a vampire. I, I read yeah. somebody said you're a vampire. 
Um, I used to be a vampire, but now I'm more, uh, I, I just don't sleep. I mean, you know, it, uh, there, there was a point where people would see me during the day and they would think I would like burst into flames, but, but, uh, you know, times have changed. Hey, I, 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 Keith, I got to ask you a question. You've got a song on here. I really want to find out about this one. Blackmail, which was written by Joan Jett and Kim Fowley and David Johansson's on it. What's the story on that song? Well, uh, you know, me and David recorded that a while ago and it kind of, it's been out of print. And like as I said, when the label asked us about you know assembling something, I mean David David Joe, I've been working with him for so many years, and I have nothing yeah, yeah. but but mm-hmm. love and respect for that guy. He's like one of my favorite people on the earth, and probably one of the smartest guys. But uh, he just did such a great performance, and that harmonica solo and his voice, and yeah. you know people haven't heard him sing rock in a minute, so I was like this would be a perfect opportunity to finally get it back in print, and we were able to kind of fix some stuff, on, you know, guitar wise that was driving me insane, and I I think it came out really great, and you know David. It's an icon. So yeah, and also, you know, oh, yeah. nobody, no, nobody covers that song. Yeah, <laughs> nobody covers that song either, you know. Uh, Keith, nobody swever that song. No, no. I mean, uh, you know, it was it's a great blues tune. You know, Joan Jett's great. I mean, Kim Fowley, yeah. a great songwriter. And, um, right. you know, it, it was a lot of fun doing that song, you know. Especially, you know, watching the master at work. I mean, he is, you know, people don't talk about him as a harmonica player, but he's, like, incredible. He's Just good. incredible yeah, he talent. Is. He's good, yeah. Yeah, I know. I he's got wanted to ask. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to no, talk about you. No, I I know I he's got something going on. Uh, I think next year, uh, you know, with Showtime and Scorsese, you know, give him a little plug there. But oh wow, you know, he's always. Uh, oh nice, the, nice. That's a good tidbit. Oh cool, Holly. <laughs> Andrea, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. I have more questions. Sure. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I was going to say. Did you have anything more to say? Because I know that we switched it up there. What what what's up? Yeah, I also want to ask about the Monsters of Rock Cruise because it's something that me and my friends are really pulling for. We want Keith on the Monsters of Rock Cruise because wow. you know, Eddie's on there, Jim comes on, you know, Don is on, but Keith deserves to be on there. We need him. So. Well, you know, I did it once, and it took me a year to recover from it. But uh, <laughs> and, uh, I, I mean, how, how safe for cruises to be on right now? But uh, I know. But I'll tell you what. <laughs> hey, you can't go cruising now, man. Yeah, we I mean, still, it's have, right. still have a lot to go. You know, it's going to be a couple of months, and they might, they might even push it further up, down, you know. So uh, you never know what could happen. Those things are just so out of control. I mean, it's so much fun. You get on a boat, you know, everybody's together, you know, you eat together, you drink together. You know, it's like, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, show's going on nonstop, and uh, they're a lot of fun, and you definitely got to have a recovery time after that. You're talking about the Alice Cooper one that's coming up, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. How cool is that being on the high seas with Alice Cooper? I'd love oh to no, do it. Alice is great. He's, He's a, a great, guy, wonderful He's human best. being too. Yeah. 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 Spencer, did you ever design uh, any Very album covers special. for Alice Cooper? I never work with Alice. You know, it's funny. I never work with Alice. That's surprising. He's done some great album covers. You know, and the School Is Out thing, and he's done. I have admired some of the graphics of his covers, but I've never had the pleasure. I met him, you know, at the Bob Gruen party. I think we talked about that. He was a really nice mm-hmm. guy to me, and uh, he respected my work. He knew my work, actually. It was very interesting. Well, but how can he know, not know your work? I mean, Spencer, you know, you work with the Ramones <laughs> and the Velvet Underground and Joan Jett and uh, Scorpions. I can go on. Bon Jovi. I mean, you know, your <laughs> stuff's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, thank yeah, you. Spencer. Thank you. It's so nice to hear you, Keith. It's very nice. To hear you. <laughs> We're all all each other's PR people, which is good, right? You know, but uh, Absolutely. You know, I, you're right. Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper is like the coolest guy. I just spoke to him a couple of weeks ago. We did like the Zoom thing on for Sirius on the Boneyard, mm-hmm. and him and Dennis Dunaway, oh. and he's working on a really, oh. really tremendous record right now. Um, people are gonna, you know, but every time everything that guy puts out is great. But this is gonna be another bonafide Cooper classic. Yeah, he had a yeah. He, he had a forty-five. He's very vinyl, cool. Vinyl, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I cut it off there. No, there's a slight delay, so just giving you a heads up on that. I I was just going to say that Alice had a forty-five that was in the making vinyl event, and there was beautiful forty-five sleeve that was designed with him. Uh, one of his songs uh, he did, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, they always anyway. pay attention to great detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the coop. I mean, every time I get around him, uh, you know, the, the 8, 10, 12, 15-year-old kid always comes out. And like, as you said, he's like one of the nicest guys on the planet. He uh, is. He is. He's I met him cool. in Hawaii. I met him oh, in really? Hawaii, in Maui. Wow. Yeah. Hey. And, um, he, cool. and 
he was really <laughs> nice. I mean, and we hung very out. Very respectful, and right? His wife, his wife was with him, and they're very nice people. Oh, that's nice. You know, that's they're nice super cool You talk people. about people that are grounded. I mean, you know, think about what this guy's done in his career and who he's known. And, uh, you know, he always respectful of people, gives people a time of day. You know, you see him after mm-hmm. shows, t- taking photos and talking to people for hours upon hours. Uh, you know, he, he's great. He's great. Andre, do you have any more questions? Well, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go off now. I mean, yeah, I have millions of questions, but I'm going to let you guys go on. And it was so nice to hear your voice, Keith. Yeah, Andrea, wait. you know, I love you. You know, you, you always come out and support. You know, you're always uh, – I think the last time I saw you was at the Lou Reed uh, show back on March 1st, right, at the Bowery? Yes, yes, that was it. And then you were supposed to play again there like a few weeks later, and I had my ticket. I bought my ticket, but because of the pandemic, they canceled it or – I don't know yeah. if they're going to reschedule that. Yeah, I mean, I saw you right before all the madness started in New York. I, we actually played there the following week for Michael Lago's book signing, and then, uh, you know, I think the next day everything kind of shut down. And, um, you know, that was a sad night because, you know, Hal Wilner played, and he's no longer with us. And, um, yeah, right. You know, mm, that really kind of yeah. that, that just really showed the people at the reality of what what this thing is all about. And now, you know, I've lost quite a few friends, I'm sure, and, uh, you know, people had a tough time getting through it. And, you know, hopefully uh, the smoke will clear at some point because this is uh, this is something to really pay attention to. Yeah, exactly Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Yep. I agree. Well, I can't wait to see Frankenstein 3000 again. So I'm glad uh, my ears and eyes are open, and I'm, I'm excited about it. So excellent. take care. Thank you for taking my question. Thank you for uh, calling, Andrea. You, Thanks for calling, Andrea. All right. Thank you, Andrea. Be safe. Be safe. You too. <laughs> we both shut it at the same time. It's like, Back oh my again. gosh. Yeah, she's you know, awesome. It's so, it's, it's so funny, Keith, because everyone I talk to on the phone that's of service to us, like if I call, um, you know, just anyone that I need something done with or anyone in a business, and especially up here in wine country where I live, I'm in Sonoma, I'm on the West Coast, yeah. you know, I talk to people, and it's always like, I always thank everyone when I talk to them. I always say, thank you so much for being of service to everyone and, you know, to be safe. Well, you know, what's happening here, and I don't don't know if you've heard, but, you know, yeah, we talk about the pandemic. They're talking about, like, a second wave coming through, but who knows, you know? I mean. Yeah, you see the uh, numbers going. I mean, it, it just amazes me that people don't believe it's real i mean you know i mean i could tell you first did you hand, believe I mean, I, alan alan passed away from it alan merle that oh my god i mean really... that, was, that was awful <laughs> you know i mean alan and how wilner uh, i know. And, you know my uh my wife's uh, mom's boyfriend passed away from it uh, you know, really man that, yeah oh, you know, 57 man. years old i mean it's crazy you know, people we people we you know a lot of people we know uh yeah and it's just oh you know it's not real i hear this stuff and it's just like I mean, where are you, you know, where are you, where are you living? Mm-hmm. What, what do you think is fake about this? I mean, it's just you know, amazing. You know, you know, my partner said, Keith, uh, Judith, she said to me something very poignant. She said, you know, people who are such nuts about this will realize that when someone close to them passes away, unfortunately. And then they she's absolutely realize. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, once it affects somebody, then it becomes reality. Yeah, I, yeah, and absolutely, I know a few people that didn't buy into it, and uh, you know, they got affected by it. And you know, reality is going to smack you right across the face. You know, you got to take it serious. Yeah. And but yeah. hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully it won't be. You know, hopefully we'll, you know, we'll get through it. I'm sure. I know we'll get through it. It's just, you know, hopefully people are smart about it, and um, you know, hopefully it'll go away soon. Or, do you uh, do you talk about it on your show? Let's talk about your radio. Stuff that you I never talk about it, no, you... because to, to me that's an escape for people, and uh, uh-huh. you know it's an escape for people. They don't want, they know what's going on out there. They know about the pandemic. Yeah. They know about you know, the, and they you know they want to if they want to you know listen to you know, the shows on Sirius XM, whether it's you know the Boneyard or Johansson's Mansion of Fun or The Nation, or, you know they don't want to hear it. They know what's going on, so you know I generally don't talk about any of that stuff. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I keep Let's it aware. Let's talk that, about you know, your time there. Yeah. Let's talk about your radio stuff that you're doing. Well, it's uh, it's been a long time. You know, it's over 20 years. I mean, uh, Electric Ballrooms, 22 years now. I've been with Sirius since 02, 03, so like 18 years. So, 
You know, I'm on a couple, uh, you know, classic rock channels, one overlooked by Ozzy Osbourne called Ozzy's Boneyard, you know, Black Sabbath and, uh, you know, Judas Priest. Very and cool. Iron Maiden. Yeah, you know, like the real uh, you know, sax and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is kind of like the fun um, 80s, uh, you know, Sunset Strip rock, you know, Motley Crue and Faster Pussycat and Guns N' Roses and and stuff, you know, and, you know, I've learned to respect that a lot more from being on that channel than when it was initially happening, because I really didn't get it. I mean, it, it some of those bands that I liked, I mean, obviously Guns N' Roses, but, you know, you start hearing this stuff, and, um, you, you know, you appreciate that, and, you know, it's almost like when I was a kid, and I liked bands like The Sweet, and the Bay City Rollers, and Slade, and, you know, old oh, yeah. people, you know, make fun of me, oh, it's good, you know, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, like, what are you talking about? It seems like the next generation of kids... I mean, they adore that stuff. That's one of the most listened to yeah. channels. It's serious. Mm-hmm. I mean, they love Molly. Really? And they love, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. They've totally uh, got through to a whole whole new generation. And some of those bands are like the nicest bunch of people you ever want to meet. Like, I mean, it seems totally. like you know, the, the musicians from that genre, I don't know what it is, but they if they take a nice pill in the morning, but, you know, I used to kind of goof around <laughs> and say stupid things, just being goofy. And you meet these people and you're like, oh, my God, they're like so nice, you know, like... Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, there is a goof atmosphere to it, but um, but you know it's it, it's cool. So I mean that's currently what I've been doing, you know, for serious. And then uh, the ballroom, there is no uh, format to that show. I mean, you know, I mean we've had everybody. You, you, I don't think there's anybody that haven't been on the show that we wanted except David Bowie and Keith Richards. I mean we had this humongous oh, wish list wow. when we started, yeah. and we checked everybody off except those two. And Sadly, we'll never be able to get David Bowie. But, you know, you're, we uh, to... Keith, you're on WRATFM. Tell people about that channel, WRATFM, right? Yeah, that's the Electric Ballroom. It airs uh, Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can hear it on iHeartRadio and um, and uh, on FM 95.9 if you live in the New York, New Jersey area. And it's a great, great station. You know, they've been over 20 years. It's basically the same staff. It's very odd for radio how, like, basically that group, you know, they were crazy enough to let you know let us have an opportunity doing radio because i had no interest in doing radio or anything i just uh wow. you know you just never know who you're going to meet how did, like uh, how did you start how did you start doing radio Keith? Yeah, yeah. well it's like that old saying you never know who you're going to meet and uh, i was in a band mm-hmm. before that and uh, a publicist came out and she did uh some you know hung out with us for a couple of days wrote some stories and then that publicist wound up moving to new jersey and uh, pretty close to where I was living, and she's like, hey, you know, uh, I talked to some of the people at this new radio station called WRAT. Would you be interested in doing a show with me? And I'm like, I never thought about it. And at first I'm like, I don't know if I want to, like, you know, back sell corn and, you know, bands. like. I I didn't know what it was. She's like, no, we could play whatever we want. And um, we came up with a playlist. We met, you know, with the uh, Dan Finn, who's, you know, one of the coolest guys I ever met, and Carl Kraft, and, you know, he's the uh, music program director at The Rat, and, they were crazy enough to take a chance on us, and uh, that's how my radio career started, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And within, like, the first two months, that's I mean, really we That's really awesome. Oh, we used to get, you know, and, you know, and the people we knew through the industry, like, you know, we were able to get Joey Ramone down and host with us, and uh, John Paul Jones, Brian May, I mean, all these people that she knew and I knew, and it was like, it, it created quite a bit of hype, and, uh, you know, a lot of attention, and the show was fun, and it was live, and it craziness and you know leslie west all these people would be coming down live on sunday nights you know down to uh because the show is recorded in belmar and you know sometimes in the middle of winter you know it was just mayhem you know joey ramon on the air till 4 30 in the morning and a lot of fun a lot mm-hmm. of fun and, and yeah i'm on there you know keith you yeah, yeah spencer's been on there quite a bit yeah. yeah i love that channel it's a great channel man yeah, it's a cool show, you know, and I'm, I'm you know, I have nothing to love respect for those people, you know, at Beasley, Greater Media, for taking a chance on, uh, you know, at that time I, I did it with that woman, Amy, who's, uh, you know, uh, th- that gave us an opportunity. You know, we had no experience before it, and then, you know, that wound up uh, getting me into, you know, working at Sirius, which I didn't even know what Sirius was. It was, you know, yeah. who, you know who heard a satellite radio, and then uh, I remember going to the office for the first time, and you know, going up to that floor, and it was like being on the Starship Enterprise, and you know, seeing Cal, oh, yeah. Carol Miller, you Holy. know, Carol Miller, you know, all these radio uh-huh. people that I grew up listening to, Carol Miller, Meg Griffin, Pat St. John, and I'm like, I better educate myself pretty quickly about this, and uh, of course, you know, that became, you know, the main thing. 
It's like what MTV I, used I think to. Sirius has progressed into like, uh, you know, Judith and I were interviewed on Mark Goodman's volume show, which is very big with Alan Light. And, Love that and show. And they have really, uh, I, and you know, the one thing I learned about them, I was at a new music seminar and the, um, uh, you know, Steve Leeds was there, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, they were talking about the money that Pandora puts out for musicians. And one thing that they said was very interesting, that Sirius plays music, plays, uh, gives money to the musicians that they play in a Absolutely. very manner. A Absolutely. lot of people don't know that. A lot of people do not know that, right? Kate? No, they, you know, they, they pay. I mean, you know, that, you know, they do. They're, you know, they're, it's top shelf all the way. I mean, you know, yeah. we're total professionals. I mean, you know, as you mentioned, like guys like Mark Goodman and Steve Leeds. I mean, these, and these are all great guys. They're not right. Like, they they're, are. You know, they're just great. They're all great hang and. Uh, you know, all the people that run that stuff, they're really top shelf, and it, it, it's been great working for those guys. For, And I'm not just showing it. I am really <laughs> sincerely mean it. It's a great yeah. company to work for. Yeah, you know, sure. and they're, keeping, yeah. and they're keeping the ball rolling through these crazy times. It's, uh, you know, we're all recording from home and, uh, you know, doing the best we oh, can. Oh, yeah. All, you know, moving yep. and shaking. That's and, what and, we're yeah. doing. Home right? studio. You, 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 I, I love your show. And I love what you guys do every yeah, week. Holly you know, and I, I really some of the keep great it going with music and film. I mean, uh, between the both of us, we keep, we put on really good people, and uh, I think it's important this time. It's like I, I, I think I told Holly, you know, it's like World War II, where people wanted distraction. Well, it's the same. It's a World War II in a different manner, but people want to go to radio to listen to or watch, uh, you know, film on Netflix or whatever right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you know, you guys are, are great at getting people's mind off of stuff. I mean, you know, you guys have been doing the show for how long? I mean, I think there's like... ten with me and Holly, but she's been yeah. before me. But Holly's I mean, you, and you've had some great guests on the show. I mean, I, you know, I listen, you know, whenever I can. And, you know, you, go, you both of you are exceptional at interviews. And, uh, you know, you keep it fun and light and interesting. That. That was very Thank nice. you. Thank you, Keith. <laughs> I think this is the third time I've been on, right? I, I think it's it maybe 20... Yeah, 2010 or in the earliest days, I think I was on, and uh, but know, it's always fun. That is that is funny because you know I was talking, Spencer and I were talking about you know how long he and I have been doing shows on Friday. God, Originally, when I started out, I was doing doing shows on Wednesdays and Fridays, and Wednesdays were going to be like my indie days where I had people on that were starting out or a new film or a new book or somebody, and then it just got to be where. Um, the reason why, you know, I formed my company, Red Velvet Media, was because, it, you know, there were so many people I knew, just like yourself, that wanted a place to come to talk about what they were doing, or they mm-hmm. were touring, or they were in between a tour, and they were releasing something new, and they just felt like talking. When, way before a lot of the podcasts and everything started out, we're talking, and you know, now it's just like, it's like the norm, you know, people talk about a lot of different things. I mean, you know, there's podcasts on all different types of different things, but I know that this show and my, um, and the Friday shows that I do with Spencer are all simulcast. Um, it's picked up in a lot of different places, but you know, my company, I didn't know, I didn't know about the Wednesdays until, um, you know, this interview. Yeah. Religiously Friday at 5 p.m. Holly has a Wednesday thing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and my company, I named it after my favorite cake, Red Velvet. So, you know, go figure. It was My company was named after a Red Velvet cupcake that I had in my hand at the time, and I said, hell, Red Velvet, Red Velvet. Are you familiar, with, uh, are you familiar with a singer <laughs> from Asbury Park called Tara Elliott? No. Yes. She is yes. awesome. She is great, and she, she, you know, yeah. Tara Elliott and the Red Velvets. She, she, she loves oh, right. Red Velvet yeah. cake as much right. as you do. But uh, she's, she's a great performer. Oh, yeah. But uh, you guys oh. should hook up. It'd be great to have Tara from the Red Velvets <laughs> on Red Velvet Media. Holly, that's a good one. That's a good one. That is a good one. I've had, I've really? had so many people. Yeah, no, no, no. It's like we, we do it. But you know what I wanted to ask you, um, because I know we're getting kind of close to the edge here. Um, what I wanted to ask you is if you had any stories from either filming or in your music career or radio that you want to share with anyone, because we love oh, to hear so a good many. story. Oh, there's come so on. many of them. I know. I mean, there's so many I know. of them. I mean, um, filming, filming. Uh, I mean, you know, what was cool is when we were doing the Let Me Down Hard movie, um, 
you know, Pat Carney from the Black mm-hmm. Keys was on the set. And, wow. you know, mm-hmm. we were filming in like this, you know, like kind of in an alley. It was down in Ludlow Street, middle of winter. And uh, I'm talking to this guy, you know, really nice guy, super cool guy. We're talking about music. And he's asking, you know, what's the deal with this movie? And, you know, I told him. And then uh, when I walked around and walked back in to shoot, I was like, did anybody ever tell you you look like Pat from the Black Keys? He goes, I am Pat from the Black Keys. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, we have a mutual friend, uh, Richie Rano. You know the band Stars from the seventies. Uh-huh. Oh yeah! Wow. Well, Richie, yeah. Richie's uh, friends with Pat's dad, and uh, you know, so that was. Uh, but if you look closely in the film, in the scene in Ludlow Street, you can see a couple guys hanging outside, and one of them is uh, Pat Carney from the Black Keys. I mean, there's so many stories. Oh, but, wow. You know, I, want to make, I want to maintain friendship, so a lot of that stuff I can't talk. About. <laughs> 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 many, many crazy stories, but. Um, you know, it's one of those things. Like oh, no, in the storytelling mood, I could talk for hours about it. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, and you know, as you know, doing radio, I mean, anything can happen at any moment. I remember uh, one time John Entwistle came down, and uh-huh. uh, he, he, he was making a pot of coffee, and then he poured a whole bottle of cognac in there, added milk <laughs> and sugar. <laughs> and uh, oh my god! Oh my god! And, you know, I, I fashion myself as somebody who can uh, hold their own with a lot of the true professionals. And I'll never forget having two cups of this John Entwistle coffee with the, with the <laughs> cognac. And the, I, I, I needed to sit there for like 12 hours. And, you know, John's just completely normal. But, you know, he was, it didn't oh, yeah, even affect him. Normal. Yeah. But that's the kind of stuff we used to do on the ballroom, which was great. You know, having like, you know, the Joey Ramones down there in the early days and the John Entwistles and the John Paul Jones and, um, mm-hmm. You know, and you, you know, you grow up looking up to these people, and you get to know them, and uh, you know, it's it's kind of cool. You, you know, you don't even think about it. It's yeah, like we that. had it. You know, we had we uh, Holly and I had a great show. We had uh, I brought on Tommy Ramone with Monty Melnick. That we did was, last oh, wow. interview. Remember you that? Did. that? Remember that? It was Holly, the last interview show. That was a classic. Yeah, I know. I've had a lot of people ask me for that show. Yeah, it was to one replay. of the last shows that he did before. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, you I, get what I am doing, you know you what I'm doing? You should play it on, like, his birthday is, or some kind of anniversary. Is, yeah. Is hey, Tuesday on the phone, I've never met. Wait, I, I, wait, wait a minute. i got to bring this in, Holly. Uh, yeah, we're going to have our 10th anniversary, Holly, so we're going to put something. We're going to do a special show on this. Holly, yeah, well, you know, 10th anniversary. Yeah. I what I have to tell you is I have a lot of a lot of people asking me to play some of the best shows. So, you know, yeah. it's really hard to say some of the best shows. I mean, I know what shows tough, I right? really love doing. You know, I mean, I love doing the reggae series. I loved doing the show with uh, Tommy. I mean, you know, I can't say one show. I love doing the shows with Monty Melnack. I mean, those are fun shows. Um, and, you, and you know what, you know, Holly, the, we we had a great one with Danny Fields. That was another one. You know, yeah, I heard Danny. that one. I heard that one. That was awesome. That was, that was uh, an awesome show. About two or three years ago, right? When Danny yeah, said, came yeah. out. And, yeah. I loved it. I saw yeah, him the next night then, at the cutting room. I saw him the next night at the cutting room. I don't know if he told you this, Holly. Uh-huh. He was so happy with our show. He told, he said oh, he was so great. happy with that show. Yeah, yeah. It was good to hear that. You know what I mean? It was like... But, yeah. you know, we've had great shows together, and, and Holly's had great her own shows. And, of course, it's her network. But I met Holly uh, 10 years ago. Uh, you know who cooked this up? Anthony Boza. You know, I always wanted to know how well, you guys met. You know, because Spencer, you know, a New York, uh, a New York state was a Anthony Boza. Uh, you were a guest Spencer. on one of my angel shows. Yeah. Keith, right. I did an angel, angel show. show. I was doing angel shows. I, yeah. um, because you know, I'm like really into angels and fairies and all that. Yeah, okay, right, right, whatever. No, that's but cool. I'm hardcore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, awesome. Uh, but you know, but but the thing was, he came on and we did a show. It was on astrology and um, about you know spirituality and stuff like that. And you know, I do World Water Day, I do Global Peace Day. But you know what really was one of my favorite shows that I did was with Alma Bond, who is an author who writes an on-the-couch series of people that aren't here anymore, but it's like she's like the psychiatrist interviewing the person that's on the couch. Like there's one on the couch with Marilyn Monroe, on the couch with Jackie Kennedy, um, on the couch, you know. Does he translate like their, their, their answers? Is that what he does? She, she, no, she just writes a story based on what their life was about. So oh, she does wow. a lot of research. That's heavy. 
And it's just a grippy book. And then, of course, we do a lot of Beatles shows and stuff like that. But really, seriously, one of the funnest shows I did that was really fun was the show that Johnny Depp called into. I mean, that was really funny. And, oh, (laughs) and yesterday was Johnny's birthday. Happy birthday. 57 (laughs) years old, right? I know. I know. Another vampire. Um, But (laughs) he... (laughs) He... was so funny when he called in. He did not say who he was, but but we knew who he was because we were talking about a painting um, that somebody had done for him on um, a Keith Richards album cover that somebody commissioned one of his managers. But it was pretty funny. It was, it was very like good, yeah, funny. Holly, I remember that. I was I was on that show with you. I remember that. And he called in and he said, whoa, that is this Johnny Depp was. or is he Johnny Depp? Yeah, but that was yeah he was always right. I, mean, I remember when he was Johnny. hanging around New York for a while. And he was just a cool cat, yeah. man. You know, you knew oh, uh, yeah. you knew him from the films, but you knew how much he loved rock and roll. And it's cool that uh, you know he's going to play with you know guys like Joe Perry and Alice Cooper and uh, you know getting to live out a, another dream of his, you know, touring the world with some of the coolest, you know. You know, we and I've seen them. You, have you seen them play? Have you seen Johnny play before? Keith? With the uh, with the vampires? Yeah. No, no. I I just remember, you know, back in the '90s, you'd see him around New York City, hanging around, and uh, you know, places and clubs, and uh, you know, he was just cool. He had uh, that uh, very approachable vibe to him. I saw him play the Viper Room once. Yeah, I was at the Viper Room. It was um, Bruce Springsteen's birthday, and it was really funny because everybody got on stage. Uh, Bruce Willis was there. Everyone got on. St- it was funny. Now that's a story I could tell you, but that's there's a, a lot of things I can't tell you. One of those classic you. LA nights, but, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, but it was really trippy for you guys. It was really funny. I was there, and the next thing I know, everybody's jumping on stage. Bruce Willis, um, Johnny wow. Depp, um, Keith Richards. I mean, everybody was there, and they just all jumped on stage and all started playing. And that's it was a, that's very night, funny. Uh, that's a hot night. Yeah. That's a hot yeah. Night. I mean, it seems like you know. he's into, he's into yeah. doing, uh, you know, doing the music thing more so than anything else. Now, I remember yeah. Alice was saying something that he, like, did, like, three or four movies in a row just to clear his plate so he can, uh, you know, concentrate on the vampires. Because uh, I think wow. at some point yep. those those guys are going to be, like, a, you know, a full-on, you know, yearly touring, making records kind of band because they love being around each other. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, very yeah. cool. Well, we yeah. we want to know when you're when you are going to be coming back when you have a little more time when you can uh, um, when you when are you going to be playing next? Yeah, when are you going to play next? Frankenstein. My my schedule was so packed, you know, from March through June, and then obviously when mm-hmm. this happened, everything just got yeah. thrown out. So uh, yeah, crazy. You know, yeah. with, with this record, I mean, you know, we're, we're doing a. Uh, you know, we we were doing a few live things that are coming up next week and the week after, and okay. you know, just, just promoting it and getting the word out there. Um, but it's not like generally. I mean, like you know, the, like the last record, we were out there constantly playing every week. You know, we did dates mm-hmm. with right the National Airport. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we toured with Pete from the Dandy Warhols. We were constantly playing and uh, really, <clears throat> you know, able to really support that record. This one, you know. It's uh, you know, we're just getting it out there, and hopefully, uh, it'll take people's minds off of things until we get to the next one. But I guess it's just, you know, revelations permitted at this point. I don't know. So I mean, at this point, there's really nothing on the books. But how, I hope how that long, changes Steve, soon. How long did it take you to put this album together, by the way? Well, you know, because uh, there's like four new record. I mean, the vinyl's got like 11 songs. So um, yeah. four new recordings that were supposed to. Well, actually, one of the songs is for a Flaming Groovies documentary. That I think is coming oh, out soon. Kurt wow. Feldon uh, directed it, so we went in the studio and we recorded that, and we recorded just just for shits and giggles at that point an older Frankenstein song. And then when the uh, talks came about, uh, you know, making a record and you know uh, going into the vaults and making a compilation, of it. so we added those two on there. So I mean, really, we didn't know we were making a record till like January. And, uh, you know, and we kind of finished it up mastering and artwork. If you look at the cover, a lot of people think it's based around, you know, what's going on now with the pandemic, but it's not. It was, um, mm-hmm. you know, just the thought of, uh, you know, getting it out there and done in February. But if you look at the album cover and uh, the whole yeah. theme to it, it's it's almost like we're a bit clairvoyant with it. But um, Isn't you know, that I'm, funny? I know. It is. It's amazing. Trippy. Yeah. 
electric trippy. song save the planet it, it has a lot has a lot of lyrics in it that wow. are very that you know profound you know what i wanted to do was say again what's the website for people to pick the a few um remaining uh, mainmanrecords.com that you have, yeah. Yeah, there, there's okay. something going on right now where you, if you pre-order the vinyl, you get a copy of it on CD, and then it comes out nationally on okay. uh, July 24th. But I think it's just the CD digital release. So the vinyl, you know, was only printed up to 100 copies. So it was a small run of it, not like the last record. Okay. Uh, you know, and even if we do decide to, you know, or they decide to reissue it, it it'll probably be in a different kind of format than the one that's currently out there now. So um, mainmanrecords.com. All right. Okay, and, and and what's your schedule again on the radio? Because I know that we're getting down to where you have to go. What's your schedule well, on the radio is, for uh, people? Electric Ballroom every Sunday night, 8 Eastern, uh, 95.9 if you live in the New Jersey, New York area. iHeartRadio is okay. California. On Alexa, you could just say play Electric Ballroom on the Rat. So that's every Sunday at 8 Eastern. Uh, Sirius, I'm on Ozzy's Boneyard. Weekdays, 5 to 11 p.m., Channel 38. On the mornings, on Hair Nation from 11 a.m. to 6. That's Channel 39. And the weekend's a little bit different, 8 a.m. to noon on the Boneyard and noon to uh, uh, six on Hair Nation, and then <laughs> Johansson's Mansion of Fun show Thursdays at midnight on uh, on the Spectrum wow. Series XM28. Yeah, we do a whole lot of radio, man. Well, you're also on and Facebook. when and when do you sleep? Knows. When do you sleep? And eat uh, and spend time at home. Four, Usually four to seven, four to four to seven thirty, eight o'clock somewhere. Well, I, I got to cut in here because I got to tell people that he's also on Facebook and he posts his radio program on Facebook on his wall. Yeah, very important. Well, yeah, I was, you know, as far as the upcoming guests go, I was like, you know, yeah. I, I, well, you guys do the same thing too, which is important. You know, it's people, uh, you know, like knowing what's going on, and and you know, some people. You know, yeah, the cool thing about electric ballroom is yeah. Yeah, Holly's out there. What's that? Holly's really out there. She's oh yeah, on Instagram. I'm media. I'm really yeah. heavy on Instagram right now. I mean, everything is up on Instagram, and that's where a lot of people yeah. saw the post exactly. today. Yeah, it's yeah. important. But I'll tell you, the one thing about the ballroom is we don't have a site where there's a link where they could you know listen to it afterwards. It's like it's like watching All in the Family or. Uh, you know, uh, Laverne yeah. and Shirley back in the 70s. You know, if you miss it at the time, I mean, occasionally it'll get a rebroadcast, but I think that's a reason why people really tune in because there's not a, uh, another opportunity to listen to it. You know, we don't we don't put it in any kind of site. And, uh, you know, it airs and that's it. And then, uh, you know, uh, and I think for us that works really, really well. I mean, there's something to people having to tune in and hearing it, you know. I mean, Oh, so, yeah, I mean, like a, you have to be there moment kind of thing. Now listen, yeah. I know it's. You said you had to be out the door at. Um, it's two forty-five my time, so it's five forty-five your time. Um, I know that we're ending our show with a song called "No Big Deal." Let's talk about that really quickly before you oh, have yeah, to yeah. go. What's that song about? It's a Eleven Rockets cover, and it was on Eleven Rockets re- record, a tribute record called "New Tales to Tell." People like Maynard from Tool was on it. Uh, Frank oh. Black from the Pixies. Um, there was so many. Uh, Bands that were on it, and the guy that put the the record out, and, uh, you know, they did like three different editions, but that song never made it on the vinyl. And when he found out that, you know, we're putting together a compilation for vinyl, he's like, "Hey, I'm going to give you the rights to that song. You should put it on there." Oh, great! And, uh, so we oh, that's for the first nice. make, yeah. make it its vinyl debut. So it's a Love and Rocket song, which was a uh, you know really really cool project. Monster Magnet was on it, no doubt, but uh, making its vinyl debut on the intermediary stage, no big deal. It's a great cool. groove. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got oh, to go to cool. Love Rockets tribute party. I think you you might have been there, Spence, in New York when the record came out. I know uh, Chasm Sultan was there and Glenn Matlock and uh, Johansson wound up playing I with us. I was there. <laughs> Dennis Dunaway got up on stage. Tish and Snooky sang yeah, back Yeah, Matlock, us. man. Matlock's been on our show. He has a great album out, by the way. Oh, his new album is great. Italian well, I hear that him He's and fun. Are, uh, he was really fun. Yeah. Him, him and Slick, I hear, have been quarantined together over in Europe, and they're having the best time ever playing music and writing songs. And, oh, nice. Oh, really? Those guys come up with something. Yeah, yeah. Earl hasn't been back in America since this craziness started, so oh, I know nice. him and Glenn have been quarantined, and they do some live stuff on Facebook and Instagram. I'm sure they're writing, but it seems like they're just like two kids playing all the time and having a good time. Yeah, cool. Hey, Glenn Matlock's a hey, great Keith, guy. Keith, you know? He is, he is. Keith, you know who we're having on Friday is Marcus Sabi. You know Mark? Mm-hmm. Mark Kostabi, famous 
painter and musician. His very brother plays very in. Well, I'm going to have to get my head ticket punched and uh, check it out on Friday. i, I got to be honest, I'm not familiar, so uh, I'll be tuning in on Friday to check out the show. Yeah, you know what he has, Keith? He has a music salon in New York where he has all these musicians get together and play at his house. It's unbelievable. He does this periodically. Yeah. I'm and surprised his, I don't know. And but, you know, it's very eclectic. Very eclectic. Very eclectic. And Friday, 5, and what band 5 p.m. Is his brother playing, yeah. Spencer? Yeah. What, what, huh? Spencer, what band? What band does his brother play in? It's a very, very well known band. Keith Richards, and he has his own band. He did have his own band. I don't know if he has that, but he did play with Keith Richards, you know, a little bit. He's got his own band, and they're pretty well known. You'll love it. Well, I'll start by Friday by listening to the show to educate myself about him. Very European, Keith. Very very, um, avant garde. Avant garde pianist? Yeah. Pianist, yeah. classical pianist. You'd love that it. Area, you know. Well, listen, so Keith, you, yeah. we know you have to go. So what we're going to do is um, I want to let everyone know we'll be back on Friday. We're going to end the show with uh, no big deal. We just talked Thank about that. Thank you for playing Make these sure songs. I really appreciate it. Yeah. com. I think there's like, uh, I'm just looking here, there's 15 left. So, you know, if you oh, want to get Oh, wow. Oh, man. Whoa. Okay. Very good. Very good. Cool. So if you want to get a cool vinyl with a cool insert and a CD, uh, you know, a little shameless self-promotion, mainmanrecords.com, intermediary stage. No, do absolutely. it, do it, man. Do it, yeah. And, and I look we want to have you back. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. I love talking okay. to you guys. Sorry, I'm in a rush. You know, usually I have hey, we all love time you, in the man. world. We love you. You know that. I love you, Spencer. I love you, Holly. I mean, you guys keep on doing what you're doing. Oh. It's great what you're doing, and uh, thank and you, you too, on man. behalf of everybody. Too. Your shows are great too. So both ways. Be safe tonight out there you wherever well. you're going. Take care. Take all care. Right. And I look forward to talking to you okay, guys, guys soon. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. Okay, Thanks, so Keith. we're we'll going to end the show, huh? Spencer. Yeah. Oh wait, I have to say it, Keith. This is funny. We did a show with somebody, and I went, "Y'all come back now, you hear?" <laughs> he left. Were you born in California, or, or were you born out in, uh, out in the Midwest somewhere? I was not somewhere? born in California. I was not born in the Midwest, no. Ah. But I lived in Europe most of my life, believe it or not. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, so, no, it's funny, but I, I feel like I'm like a trans I mean, that was a great impersonation from know? like Bonanza. That was good. That was really good. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, I'm going to jump, guys. I love you guys. Stay safe, and I look forward to speaking to you guys soon. Thank you. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay, so we're going to play that song now, Spencer. Cool. No big deal. Okay. All right, so I'll see you Friday, everyone. See you Friday, uh, honey. Tune in Friday. Okay, bye. Stay safe. Bye. You all come back again. You all come back next year.
just a start I just don't know what I'm gonna do with you You know you broke my Yeah. 